Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful afternoon as the sun crests over the mountains here in Southern California. Is that... That's all accurate, right? Crests? Uh, no, no. I, I can I can verify uh, the sun was cresting. <laughs> this isn't one of your this isn't one of your bullshit claims to cresting. But cresting is the wrong verb, right? Uh, now that we've both said it out loud, I'm, I think. I mean, it it sounds beautiful. Like I think I think cresting is acceptable in the way that just. Like, you know, in revolutionary times, they would just throw an F into the middle of a, of a word so right. it would look cool. Right. I'm, I, think, I think aesthetically cresting works so well that we don't need to go into whether or not it's the right word. Because it suggests in our hearts the miracle of life. <laughs> right, yes. Like, you know, uh, the fertile crescent. Sure. Hanging gardens. A baby's head coming out of a mommy. Sure. That's Tooth- also called cresting, right? <laughs> Toothpaste. <laughs> let's let's bring our guest into this. She's, I'm afraid to talk if you don't say my name. Uh, Karen, Karen <laughs> Kilgariff, comedian, comedy writer, uh, beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest. Great to have you back on the program. Karen. So nice to be here. So nice to crest on over to the show. <laughs> really proud. Thank you. Man, I am filled with the the wonder and majesty of the creation of human life every time we use that verb. Yeah, no, it's nice to think about. You know. How magical all that shit is. Can I mention something? <laughs> Super magical. Can Dude, I mention magical. something magical that happened here at Max Fun HQ yesterday? Please. So uh, I'm here. Uh, no big deal. Just hanging out, talking to H. John Benjamin mm. from uh, Television's Archer for an upcoming episode of Bullseye. I've heard of him. He's, he's tremendous. There's nothing wrong with that guy. So in our office here, there is a large picture window. Um, it's what you you might describe as a loft style space mm-hmm. with a big picture window, and that picture window looks out upon MacArthur Park, which we've discussed before, home of uh, the children's fishing competition, mm-hmm. um, many hand to hand drug deals, yes, uh, false sword fights, yeah, exactly. Pract- I guess I say practice sword fights, practice false sword, sword fights, yeah, tons of ducks. Yeah, t- tons of ducks. And- Doing wing-to-wing drug deals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have their problems, just like everybody else in MacArthur Park. Sure. So that's that's condition A for this for this thing that I saw yesterday. Condition B is, um, as I think I mentioned on this program, my son Simon's first hobby or subject mm-hmm. of interest is trucks. Um, he can't really – he can't say whole world words – <laughs> I, I, it's a quality he's inherited from me. He can't say whole words, but he knows now every type of truck because he has no less than five truck books. And truck books, many children's books, it will be a story with a, different things that happen to a protagonist. It goes through a journey and it comes out transformed at the end in some way, usually believing in themselves. In truck books, it's just a list of types of trucks. <laughs> Zena, one of, one of our uh, one of our uh, most loyal listeners, Zena, was nice enough. She worked on a truck book oh. for Scholastic Books, and she sent a copy of the truck book. 
And it is... Is there no example of, like, an anthropomorphic truck that learns to believe in itself? Well, there, I was just going to say, isn't, there's not, isn't that the genius of Transformers that they've taken? <laughs> yes. They've taken those two things? Like, yes. these these boys need a hero. Yes. But they also need to love what they love. Right. Which is vehicles. Yeah. So. Right. Transportation. <laughs> and then to kind of cast the net wider, eventually they added dinosaurs to that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's dino Transformers now. Oh, I might have been in college for that. Yeah, yeah. No, that was <laughs> not I like was high school. With I was regular. way high. Yeah, I always exactly. remember as I'm a kid, 59. like I've never, like as a kid, I never got on board with like cars or trucks or like you know construction equipment. That was never an interest of mine as a kid. And and I remember my friends having transformers and being just kind of bored by them. <laughs> and th- but then when they introduced the Dino Transformers, I remember going, okay, I can get on board with this. Like that was the tipping <laughs> point for me in Transformers. Yeah, That's so. Hilarious. Simon knows about every type of truck and can identify every type. And when I say every type of truck, he knows a thresher from a back end loader from – these are things that I did not know. Yeah. I knew dump truck, mm-hmm. of course. This was my nickname in college. <laughs> sure. I know. I know. What else? You know, like fire engine, right? Yeah. Pick, Simon pickup truck, uh, sure, yeah. But those are the three kinds of trucks, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Simon calls trucks utch, but in the context of utch, he knows about every utch. And because of the fact that I have to read these books with him, I now know about all these different utches, from airport utch or air utch to <laughs> wait, wait. So he can't say truck, but he could say the first word perfectly. He's like airport. Uch. He can't say airport utch. He can say air utch. Air utch. Air utch is what sure. he says. Great. Or, or you know, uh, f utch is fire truck. Okay. Um, You're sure he's not trying to swear? He may be trying to swear. <laughs> it's like, fuck, Dad. I love, <laughs> fuck love trucks. trucks. Fucking trucks, fuck man. Fuck trucks. He may want to fuck trucks. Oh. Could be. That's a whole different. But you'll be supportive if, that's that's, a different book. if that ends up being his. Sexuality, right? So I, f- of course, sure. Why not? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm from San Francisco. Truck fucker. At least it's fun to say. Yeah, and kind like, of safe. Yeah, yeah <laughs> sure, totally. Yeah. As long as you let the engine cool down. <laughs> yeah, put that e-brake on. There's issues with scalding. Yeah. Um, but I saw a kind of truck that has not appeared in any of these truck books, and my only sadness was I couldn't think of how to explain this truck to Simon. Or find a truck book that had this truck in it. So, a- as we mentioned, there's these fishing competitions. Mm-hmm. Was uh, it a boat? It was not a boat. <laughs> it was kind of a water truck. No <laughs> wheels. Uh, Top. Yeah, it um, seemed to be wind. Like the wind was pushing this truck around and I not an these engine. Books. So, it was like a pickup-sized tanker truck. So, you know a tanker truck Tank Utch. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. Is yes. how you would know no, it. No, I do, yeah. May, are, he could just be speaking Elvish. F is it Is it possible <laughs> that truck? he's that he's that someone else has been teaching him like Tolkienian languages. You know what our nanny is Tolkienian? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is she legal? They're great she's, with kids. She's she's not, but you know, we can she's real short, has real hairy feet. Mm-hmm. Um we probably should have known. Right. Um, she has this ring she talks about all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> she's Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> At least she's thin. <laughs> She she needed two weeks off for for something she's calling an unexpected journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so this it's like a it's like a fuel tanker truck, but the size of a pickup truck, and it's backing up to the boat launch and the lake. And we're all looking at this truck, me and Julia and Nick, mm-hmm. who work on Bullseye, and Lindsay, who works in the. We're all like up against work the window. Work has stopped. Work is completely stopped because we're like, what are they going to pour into the the water? Because yeah. it's it's obviously it's got like. It's got like a pipe-sized, you know, like a six, eight-inch pipe type situation. I mean, and that affects everybody because all of LA's water goes through the lake in MacArthur Park. (laughs) Yeah, I drink straight out of that lake. (laughs) That's why why guns always come out of your cold water tap. (laughs) Sure. Um, So, so it backs up and water starts coming out of it, and we're thinking, like, are they? What a strange way to replenish the water in this in this lake you know like there's one pickup sized load of water at a time like they as long as you do it eight times a day Mm -hmm. it keeps the water (laughs) level regular but i just imagine just a guy filling up the truck with a bucket to get it over to the lake bottles of arrowhead it seems like maybe it could be i mean this seems like a kind of a classic supervillain plan like poisoning the water supply are you worried that it was maybe hypno juice yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm starting to get – I'm just we, – we're all really intrigued. Mm-hmm. And we'd already been thinking about buying a remote-controlled helicopter to fly it over. So we're just deeply engaged in this particular area of the park. And the other thing is like we know there has to be some reason, but it's pouring out pretty good. And the guy gets out. He checks it. He, he backs it up a little bit mm-hmm. further and there's like a crowd gathering around the truck down down by the uh, down by sword the fight practice has stopped <laughs> yeah and and we're thinking something has to be happening because these people didn't gather to watch him pour water into the uh, in, into the lake you know there has to be something good about to happen and oh man did it this was a fish truck. No. Yay. <laughs> he opened, like, it's just water pouring in, just water pouring in, just water pouring in. He goes chunk, 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 chunk on some controller on the back of it. And all of a sudden, a fucking river of fish is dumping wow. into the lake out of the back of this pickup truck. This guy was That's... driving a pickup truck around town that was full of live fish. Oh, my God. That's ter- could you Could you see what type of fish they were? Yeah, I mean, wiggly. You're pretty high. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Standard wigglies. They Slippery. were all sharks. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. Just filling MacArthur Lake with sharks of all kinds. It was. It was. There was some flounder there. Okay. Yeah, sure. There was a. There was a broad variety. Angelfish, of course. Beautiful. It's a nicely stocked. Some coral reefs. It's <laughs> terrific. I mean, is that? I mean, I guess that would be the time that you would want to start fishing. I would imagine there would be people with rods at the ready. Yeah, I mean, that seems like... you know, what are the fish eating in the truck? Nothing. They're the freshest they're going to be. Sure. That, and that, they're naive. They don't understand, you know, you know, they, they the haven't seen those... To enter. They haven't seen those buddies get, you know, fished up. Oh. So they're naive. Which that's like, deals, you know, yeah. that's why you wait at the bus station for the girl from Nebraska to get off the bus at Hollywood and then, then usher her into porn. Right. right. <laughs> this is the same that concept, is, but with fishing. You know what? That is exactly why I do that. <laughs> right. Um, You've got to stop doing that. I don't know. It's very lucrative. <laughs> mm-hmm. It works and, for so many. Yeah. It's sexually arousing for me. <laughs> yeah. I tried doing I mean, that with the fish, but nobody bought the porn. <laughs> fish porn. I'm just saying, do you have a website that that is in German? 
I should make my website .de. Yeah, you can probably unload some of those there. A fucking river of fish coming That's out of the terrific. back of a truck, guys. Yeah. Simon nowhere to be found. Simon nowhere to be found and uh, too far away for me to take a good picture. I go, like how do I explain yeah. that to an 18-month-old that are I there, saw the greatest truck of all time? Are there YouTube videos of of fish trucks? Fish trucks? Got to be. There's got to be. Can you imagine if your job was to drive the fish truck? Yeah. Where do the how fish tense you'd be of like, <laughs> oh my god, it how do they fill the fish truck? Yeah. Is there That's probably also a filling a very station. God, I wish I knew the answers to these questions. Like a gas I wish station. I could immediately tell you the answer to that. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> over in Arizona. Karen, you're an industrial engineer, right? Yes, I am. Uh, okay. Thank you for asking. And actually, we get the fish from up in Lake Havasu. Oh. So oh, these are party Havasu. fish They're then. party fish. Oh, when the, when the teenagers fun. leave, uh, yeah. we load the fish in. They've been abused, usually. They want to come. They're happy to leave. They're filled with Smirnoff ice. <laughs> they come here to become stars, correct? <laughs> That's right. Everyone at that lake told them they were pretty mm-hmm. and funny. They're like, right. this is a good lake. A lot of agents come to this lake. Yeah. They start in the musical. It's the place back to be. Home. Then mm-hmm. they go sign up at UCB. Mm-hmm. And then right. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, anyway, magical moments here yeah. in the city of angels. I love your view. I am a total peeping tom, and the second I walked in here, I was just like, I would go crazy if I worked here. I would never work for one minute because you'd be so busy looking at peeping young naked women through. Absolutely. Through. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what peeping toms do. Well. Uh, Classically, that's what the patriarchy says peeping toms do. Oh, sorry. But I'm the definition has I'm been widened lately, just general looking at things. I'm, what is a I'm peeping right tom <laughs> according to her story? Well, we like um, – no, I just like that, that – exactly what you're saying. Looking down at that lake, it almost looks like a looking at one of those Where's Waldo pictures where you're scanning for the crime. That's how I felt. <laughs> I, was just like, I just want to see a stabbing or something. Like It's I'm very beautiful here. and very crime-ridden. Yeah. Both of those things are absolutely true. I wanted to get – you know the kind of binoculars that are coin-operated that you would use at a national monument? Mm-hmm. So I thought I could get one of those to take advantage of this spectacular view and complement our sort of industrial mid-century decor. And uh, I went online. Those things literally cost like four thousand dollars. Yeah, I bet. Have you thought about maybe just sneaking up to the old Griffith Observatory and lifting one? Bring up yeah, a screwdriver. Sure. Bring a, yeah, Night bring time? a screwdriver, crowbar, maybe. Screwdriver and a hammer. Yeah. Dink, 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 until it's all done. Yeah. No one would ever catch you. I don't, I don't think, think so. It's they possible. don't use the they don't use those things up there yeah. that much at the observatory. Nobody's no. observing. Teens are just going up there to smoke jays and getting knife fights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Kilgariff, fish truck operator. You're a fish truck operator. I didn't want to tell you because I thought it would seem like a lie after right. that story. Right, because it was an amazing story and yeah. it would seem like you were just trying to get in on my amazing I, story. I but... don't want to seem like a bandwagoner. Right. That's my fear. Right. But, um, yeah, that's that's my background. Just like you're embarrassed to tell people you're into Mumford and Sons. Exactly. Because I was in them. I actually made vests for them in the very early <laughs> days. So I have that kind of You made thing. them their first vests. I did. I was, I was at that. 
I was at that knitting station. They were a punk band. You said, guys, try these vests. Guys. Maybe consider a banjo. I see what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. but let's look this direction. Let's, uh... Can I ask you guys a current events question sure. uh, based on the the syllable mum? Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you guys seen uh, my friend Oliver Wang uh, posted on his Facebook a video of a float mm-hmm. from something called the Philadelphia Mummers Parade? Have you heard about this? No. Uh, well, will you say what it is? Yeah. It's a parade in Philadelphia, and it's on New Year's Day. And apparently it has its – I looked it up on uh, – I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Apparently it has its roots in um, like European Christmas and New Year's traditions. Okay. Um, especially German uh, because obviously Philadelphia, plenty of uh, Germans there. But it goes back all the way to the 18th century. This Mummers Parade. And in this parade, it's like local clubs organize around putting on an exhibition in this parade. And there are different categories, one of which is comic. So a funny parade group. And they do like a dance and wear costumes and possibly have a float. Okay. Right? And maybe sing a song. In this video, the tragic uh, leg of the parade, not as much fun to watch. <laughs> in this More vi- near the back. Just a lot of guys accidentally having sex with their moms and then gouging out their <laughs> no. own eyes. The theme of this particular <laughs> Brought to you by the group. Philadelphia Friars Club. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of this particular group of mummers, it was a comic float. Mm-hmm. And the theme was insourcing, which is mm. to say the opposite of outsourcing. Uh-huh. Is that a real phrase? No. Okay. Not really. I mean, I'm sure it is. Something sure someone would say on a fair MSNBC. number of PowerPoint presentations, <laughs> but um, and so this is what happens in this in this exhibition. Number one, it's just if you just imagine people from the neighborhood as a group of people. Mm-hmm. You can stop right there. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, those guys are dicks. <laughs> I hate the neighborhood. People from yeah. a neighborhood. Why don't you put up Christmas lights? Your fence is too high. Yeah, this stop is... looking in my window. It's your mail. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas lights. Dads and grandpas were the primary group, mm-hmm. and there, and also maybe what you might call like teenagers likely to join the 4-H club would be a secondary group involved. Sure. Um, just people from the neighborhood. And when I say people from the neighborhood, I'm talking specifically about white people. (laughs) It is this group of white people. Parade types. It opens, this exhibition opens with call center in New Delhi. Uh Uh-oh. Danger. Four old white men dressed as Indian women. Oh, pretending to answer telephones. Oh my. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> not even joking with bindi's, you know, dots on their forehead and saris. Wow. The whole 9 yards. They should be wearing saris. <laughs> Many. That they should be wearing shamies. So the premise of this thing it's anti that, right? So those people are swept away by a group of Americans, which is to say Native Americans, which is to say a second, much larger group of white people dressed essentially 
like they were a high school sports mascot in 1948. What, like so what's the, the way the I don't Indians understand. swept away the Indians. Yes, yeah, so this thing. is our Indians. Yeah. This represents Native Americans. Yeah. Get it? So there Our So be- what's the commentary? <laughs> so the commentary, I don't understand. I'm don't a little I'm a little dense. You didn't go to college? I guess not. Okay. The commentary is that these <laughs> so horrible. The commentary is, you know, like Americans replacing Right. Indians, but their joke is that they're both named Indians. Yeah. Are they saying that Native Americans should be operating our nation's call centers instead of like getting drunk or something? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what's being represented. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm not the first to make this observation, but it's like that uh, as it was okay to be racist against Asians in the 80s, like how about every 80s teen movie had the world's most offensive Asian character, right. that is now w- a-, a cultural moment we're at regarding Indian people. Like that yep. crazy-voiced Indian character is just okay to have in something, yep. and no one says racism. And the the most amazing thing about this video is that this is recorded from – a local television broadcast of the parade, which is a big deal in Philadelphia. This this parade is like the, mm-hmm. the you know it's the it's the big parade of Philadelphia. You know, just like whatever Puerto Rican Day Parade is in New York or whatever. And th- there's these local television news anchors, presumably narrating this, and it's a, just a and they're just narrating it. <laughs> At no point does anyone say, wow, that's racist. Like, <laughs> it's just a guy saying, and here's – and our, our, next, our next group is a comic float. And he says, and the theme of this float is insourcing. And then they just describe what you're seeing. Like, it's they, – they, the, the man who's narrating this, he just says, as you can see here, you have – Four Indian women in a call center in New Delhi arrayed in the center of your screen. (laughs) And they just describe what happens for like five minutes as this racist nightmare unfolds before them. And the black farm workers are chasing around the white women. Oh, boy. I hope they don't catch them. <laughs> it's so much to absorb for a parade moment that like when parades go by you, I just think of like my hometown. There's a parade every year and the Butter and Eggs Day Parade. Oh. And, what? Um, when you That's stand, great. Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome because it's very small towny. But all there is is like my dad used to get really mad. He'd be like, I could go walk in that parade. Like it's not real, but it's just little kids because <laughs> it's a parade. So he's saying there should be like, he like an entry quality. fee? <laughs> He probably would love the more paperwork. He wants wants sort of a poll tax. Okay, he he wants he wants to see stuff, but really, what it is a literacy test. Yeah, (laughs) let's get in there. You have to qualify. (laughs) Landowners only. Your (laughs) your float has to really dazzle him. But but usually it goes. I like the idea of your dad going to the parade just to complain about it. It's so him. He's like he's Mister Arms Crossed of like yeah, I could twirl a baton better than that. He's he's always that. I can twirl a baton better than that six year old. Than that old. You know, but but what I love is you have about eight seconds to absorb what's passing by the front of you. So there's so much in that Indian sweeping way, Indians in a call center in America versus I mean, it's just so it's political and it's racist and it's like just a lot to absorb for yeah. somebody that's just trying to have lemonade. And I'm just trying to I'm just imagining as I'm watching it. 
just these poor local television news anchors who, number one, are most likely stupid. Right. I mean, they're not necessarily stupid, but the odds are that they're stupid. Well, they're probably definitely not funny. And they've chosen a life of stupidity. Right. There's no doubt about that. Like whether they were <laughs> at smart some point to begin they with, they approached a fork in the road. <laughs> yeah, and they and said, that... "I'm going down the local news anchor <laughs> road. I'm I'm going to I'm going to focus on." Shrinking my intellect and growing my hair. I'm going to put my poetry behind me yes. <laughs> and burn my books and be dumb. Peace so Corps these, be damned. Yes. These people are probably – I mean the thing about a parade is these parades, you know, if you think of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day, any of these parades, the the Rose Bowl parade here in Southern mm-hmm. California, these things are four or five hours long. Yes. <laughs> and you're there's nothing to talk about. But you are required to talk. So there is a part where you identify the name of the thing that's being seen. (laughs) So that gets done with the first 10 to 15 seconds, right? So you say, this is this, you know, Second Street Northwest Mummers Club, and their thing is called insourcing. It's a comic float because there's categories. It's a competition. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you have to think of things to say about what's happening and probably it was just hour three and a half, and they were just naming things they saw. Yeah. Like their minds had shut down except for the part that recognizes something and says the name of it. Yeah, the voice inside that was like, this isn't right. They yeah. were just like, shh, shh, let's just get through this. Yeah, you, before you, be you see a convict, uh, looks like he's in an electric chair. Um, he's gotten loose and he's threatening white women. <laughs> you know, like just sure. whatever it is, you're just saying what it is. Yeah. The white woman is taking down the pants of the Chinese man and she's disappointed at the size of his penis. I'm just I'm glad that they're on. I'm against racism. Oh, okay. And I want to put that sure. out there. I'm glad you very did. brave. Very brave. I'm really happy that we. Live in the YouTube age and also that we continue to live in the age of live television. So that I'm just I'm just glad that we exist in a world where not only could something ape shit happen and have everyone see it. But that then you could share it with someone after. Are you building up to the KDOC New Year's Eve? <laughs> I did Jamie see Kennedy. this. Did I, now, that, I have not seen that, oh. but I I saw blurbs on it, and it's been a I mean I've been meaning to watch this. So describe it to me, so I don't have to. Well, basically, on New Year's Eve, a local station KDOC, which is out of Orange County, but they kind of claim Los Angeles as a whole. Um, yeah, it's I mean, the local CW station. Oh, okay, because okay. I grew up in Orange County, and I don't recognize that. Oh, okay, is it in like a new thing? Changed hands, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you, it could just be I don't remember. You would have probably watched a Knight Rider rerun on there. At sure, some point. Yeah. sure, yeah. Kind of, it's probably in the fifties, or at mm-hmm. least you know, up in the fifties uh, okay. or sixties yeah. in your on your dial, but. So they tried to do they tried to do a New Year's Eve show. Jamie Kennedy was the host. Uh, he had some and executive producer and executive producer <laughs> as well as his co-host Stu Stone, who must be a comic or somebody. I don't yeah. know who he is. We should mention Jordan's old boss, Jamie Kennedy. Is that true? The first show I was a PA on was uh, Fran Drescher's big comeback show, which was called Living with Fran. 
and uh, Jamie Kennedy was oddly the executive producer. Oh, I think it was. I think the situation was that he wrote this as a vehicle for himself, and then Fran Drescher came on, and then it became all about her. I don't know. I think it. I think when Jamie Kennedy pitched it, it was a different vision, and then Fran Drescher just kind of usurped everything. You know, imagine a time in television where Fran Drescher usurped Jamie Kennedy, that, and that's what was like, probably, right. like in the trades that day. <laughs> Drescher like it was usurps 100 Kennedy. Years ago. They would, line Hollywood. <laughs> I would bring him a lot of. Uh, I would he. I would bring him a lot of oranges. He always asks for oranges. Oh, did he have a preference? His... Or just a regular navel? Yeah, standard orange. Sure. Whatever. He not a not a prima donna, or at least he just wanted me. vitamin C like anybody else. Sure. He's yeah. not asking for a sumo. No, no, he's yeah. He wasn't. Uh, I wasn't having to go to some weird, you know, farmers market or organic store for some sort of super orange, right? <laughs> Kennedy, uh, specifically, a sumo. Yeah, Kennedy's fine with just your standard Ralph's, Vons. He's orange. every man. He's, sumo, the yeah. new king of citrus. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, do you have money in the sumo? No, I just game. I, I just, you know, a lot of people have been emailing me and tweeting me about Satsumas because it's Satsuma season. Mm. And I have to tell people, look, Satsumas continue to be wonderful, but Sumo <laughs> is the new king of citrus. Wow. So on the CW, on yes. just weirdly, here in Los Angeles. And again, this is going to sound like bandwagoneering. Uh-huh. I ate an orange in the car on the way over here. I'm just, I just need to say it. Is that, that like fate? You might have, I mean, you I'm, might as well be text messaging. That's, that's a pretty handy, intensive... It, I'm not sorry. I'm not trying to like be your mom here, but I'm just saying that I only hit two cars. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> okay, well that's good. <laughs> Slippery hands. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. It actually makes your hands stick here. <laughs> I couldn't get them off the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't turn off of uh, Western. Wait, was this a? I'm sorry. I might have been yelling at you prematurely. Was this a pre-peeled orange, or did you peel in the car? I actually do have an assistant that does peel my. Oh, oranges, okay, so, great. Because I am Jamie I'm Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. I'm that's what I was about to say. <laughs> but you have to see this video because yeah. it's just it's basically everything that can go wrong on a live show, and it starts from the very beginning and with the fact that Jamie Kennedy's gained a lot of weight. <laughs> and he's wearing clearly wearing that hair powder color thing. So yeah. he, his hair looks like Kevin Corrigan's a little bit in that weird, like, it's there, but you can tell it's not really there way. Mm-hmm. Like, something, something's up. He looks like he's wearing a Halloween Was wig. he wasn't husky before, right? No. No, he was, he was lithe. Yes, quite. He's definitely. Bordering on gaunt, I would say. sinewy. <laughs> he's like a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> he was beautiful. He was beautiful. He had a Carrie Strug type body. Sure. I mean, a craning Audrey Hepper neck, I yeah, would say. Yes, it was. No, he was he's a. Fawn-like. He had a. <laughs> he had a sort of. He has a sort of solid, I would say, contemporary. What's the TRL guy called? Carson Daly? Yeah, like a yeah. contemporary Carson Daly type physique. Yeah. Less handsome than Carson Daly, though, so sure. he carries it a little less. Stonier well. looking. Yeah. Like a, like a stoner? Mm-hmm. Right. Not stone cut out of stone. No, no, no. Not like a marble Adonis, like a guy who's been smoking weed and eating Doritos. (laughs) Exactly. Which I didn't even actually recognize him when I first looked at the video. I had no idea. I did not know it was him until three quarters of the way through they said, and back to Jamie Kennedy. (laughs) It was bad. There was just like jibs going through the shots and there was people, they had no idea they were on. Like we kept talking about it. It started with Jamie Kennedy talking to somebody full voice on mic 
talking, talking, and then being like, are we starting? And like, that's that was the beginning of the show. Wow. And they were outside. It looked like they were near Man's Chinese Theater. The, and the crowd itself, like, they had this big thing sectioned off, but there were literally maybe 30 people there. Yeah. So it just looked like Ugh. kind of strangers milling about in yeah. front of the stage. At some point on live television, they go back, they, they come in from commercial, and it's just Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy sort of wandering around the stage saying, like, Oh, when are we coming back? Where's the fucking stage manager? Do we have a stage manager? Came, <laughs> yeah. That phrase came out of his mouth, which oh, I was wow. just like, how is this possible? Where was the control room? There's there's a great, there's a lovely part in this video where Bone Thugs and Harmony perform. <laughs> <laughs> Are Bone Thugs and Harmony still active or was this like a reunion? Hell yeah. They've been active in a variety of shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. but I think recently they have <laughs> they been- They do a lot of volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Bone, well, they actually- Run. They transport fish from hatcheries <laughs> to lakes. <laughs> fish bodyguards. Yeah. One of the bone thugs was had a serious drug problem, I mm-hmm. think, and then he was doing something else separate, and the rest of them were touring as bone thugs. So they've kind and of I like say their... it was baby busy bone, who's a central bone thug mm-hmm. in the thugs. And but now I think maybe they're all together again okay. right now. Are they like riding a nostalgia wave? Because it seems like they are kind of in that zone of acts that like people like that mid 90s nostalgia that people oh oh, they absolutely are a Mm -hmm. and b legitimately because they're pretty great yeah so the thing about this bone thugs and harmony performance is they just say fuck a bunch of times Times. wow five times yes are they playing are they playing a hit or are they playing a new song uh, it's, you only the video is edited, so you see only clips of them going from fuck to fuck. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of fast rapping and fuck. Guy goes fuck, and it's hilarious. There's one part where the guy goes fuck. Oh, wait, wait, yo, at the end, like the last one, and you're like, what about all the other ones? Yeah, wait, did they? Do you think they were they were they were being dicks, or did they think were they told it was going to be beeped? No, I think they were too high to care. Okay. I think too probably, high to care. It, it, they probably didn't care, but also it's that kind of thing where it's one thing to ask somebody in their song when they say fuck one time and they're singing to not say it or just to yeah. just drop out. But this is clearly – it's like it is every tenth word in these very fast speaking and there's raps. five of them. They're all like layered. I mean, yeah, it's And insane. so every – with every fuck in the lyrics because of their harmony-driven style, yeah. you, have to, you have to get five people on the same page with not saying fuck. Fuck. Yeah. I'm up here with fuck. I'll be down (laughs) here. I'm down here. And it's also not very thuggish when people be like, yeah, you can't say fuck and be like, oh, we absolutely won't. It is moderately ruggish, though. (laughs) (laughs) I would say not thuggish, but to some extent ruggish. It is a bit ruggish. It's ruggy. Um, But what's what's amazing about it is that it is just the... no, I mean, it's Jamie Kennedy is a legitimate star. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not – he's obviously past his cell by date. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying – But he's there's... not – you know, they didn't just get the guy who headlines the Irvine Improv. Yeah, like right. this is an actual famous person, mm-hmm. right, running mm-hmm. this thing. And they clearly aspired to make it something special. Mm-hmm. It's not – the thing that's sad about it isn't that it's like there used to be – on K, I think on KOFY TV twenty in San Francisco, there TV was like twenty TV twenty stereo. <laughs> um, there was like a show that was just 
broadcast live from a local bar <laughs> that was on like late at night. And um, it wasn't like that. It was a full on – it looked like the stage outside the fact that there was not very many people there looked like, like the, uh, the stage on when they do those stage performances of the music acts on Jimmy Kimmel or yes. something like that. It was sponsored by Carl's Jr. There's a huge <laughs> – that huge Carl's Jr. Yes. thing and yeah. they do like – they did throws to the Carl's Jr. truck and there was hot girls going, we're eating hamburgers, Jamie. Back over to you. Like there was supposed to be – Real things happening. Who sure. was this? Who was the celebrity they interviewed? They interviewed a celebrity. The sidekick, Jamie Kennedy's sidekick, interviewed a celebrity in the crowd. That girl, the Hispanic girl that went, "It is nice to meet you, Stu." <laughs> that was like one of my favorites. He was like, there was like he was trying to deal with all the stuff, and he then he went and he finally was like, did something, and sa- it took forever. And they had a, like an what seemed like a green integration because they kept talking about being green and living green. Yeah. Which you never knew what it actually meant because, <laughs> because it's Jamie Kennedy saying yeah. it. Sure. So you don't so know you if assume it's solar. it means something else. Yeah, it could be anything. <laughs> but um, is uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Is Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, that's who it wow. was. Wow. did. Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Jamie and Kennedy. Macy Gray. Wow. In the best dress I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And Macy Gray was just as high as a blimp. I mean, not that Macy Gray ever appears in public in any other state. She, at this point, is presumably in a kind of continuous haze. Um, But she, she's, her ramblings on live television were so nonsensical. Wow. I have nothing against Macy Gray. I'm not trying to insult Macy Gray here. I thought it was pretty great. She was yelling at the crowd for not being interested. Yeah. She kept going, what time is it? What time is it? <laughs> There's a huge clock that says 11.50. I don't know if it was not yeah. on the stage. I couldn't tell if it was on the camera. But my favorite is when she finally, finally, after four minutes of just rambling at the audience that's barely there and yeah. does not care, starts the song – starts um, – The countdown. My World Crumbles oh, When yeah. You Are Not Here, that song – the way she walk away yeah. and I show gotta talk away <laughs> Macy? and I crumble. She starts the song like I would start it singing it in my car. She was like, "It was in and I justify." Like maybe she knows only the chorus. <laughs> it just, it, yeah. Well, she's just singing like, I've whatever. Heard this before, and there's a whole band behind her. It's like they don't know the song starting, so <laughs> wow. she's just kind of going. It was well like, because the reason is this is supposed to lead them into midnight. Like it's yeah. clear that this. This being her signature hit mm-hmm. is going to be her, the last <laughs> song of her set, which is, and then she's going to conclude the song and she's going to count everyone down with Jamie Kennedy or something. Yeah. Which is why for five minutes before she starts the song, she's rambling about trying to figure out what time it is. She finally starts it at 11.52 or something. Yeah. She just goes, well, we just got to start it early. Yeah. <laughs> At 11.52. She tries to get everyone to count down from 10. That's another thing she does. She yes, tries right. to convince the audience to count down with her from 10. At 11.51, just for fun. She said, I'm going to start it early. Let's start it early. <laughs> 10. 10. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a pretty, like, that's, I mean, that's a pretty... Caddy, like, like hey, that's no. a good way around that. I think, if like, anyone, if I was in that situation, like, I don't think do? I would have been. What are you supposed to do? If anyone sure. comes out of this smelling like scatting, a rose, it's I definitely guess, like, Macy Gray. <laughs> she yeah. looked great. She looked great. She had she that beautiful dress great. on. Yeah. 
Her dress was like. Was her dress actually beautiful? Or not you, in the okay. least. It was like purple <laughs> aluminum foil on the bottom half, and then on the top it was like black netting that was very see-through with um, the those weird plastic daisies that are on uh, old-fashioned bathing caps. It's like wow. she sure. stuck those all over her torso. Terrific. Like when I first saw her, I was like, "What?" Oh, it was breathtaking. I was like, "What is?" terrible thing is happening on Macy Gray's body right now. I love it so much. Yeah. It just doesn't give a shit. I like that it, I like that it is this like mid 90s kind of super group of people. Like do you think there was room for maybe like a Jordana Brewster or <laughs> a Ryan Philippi? Yeah. Uh a or... Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from There the was grind. an Atari Lynx. Oh, okay. <laughs> um the, the but what's really like there's Here's the thing, like we have. It ended in a fistfight. Sorry, I just want oh, to throw that. Yes. What? An onstage fistfight between a guy and a girl is how it ended, and then it just went silent. So they rolled. Was this credit. people from the crowd? Yes, he, he, these two girls. He talked to. I mean, it was really bad. It was wow. clearly they were just trying to stretch. Yeah. It was like it almost made me theorize that no one agreed what time they were going to start. Yeah. Because you would. <laughs> it's very important in live television timing. So it's like obviously if they started too early, then they would have to stretch. And they have to stretch with like 30 people who are probably captive. Like at one point they don't want to be there and they just have to stand there and watch yeah. the stuff. They were there to see Bone Thugs and Harmony or whoever. And then they have to like make it last longer with these, you know, hideous Carl's Jr. Um, integrations. And yeah, oh my turned, God. It turned nightmare. out to be a somewhat thuggish, ruggish crowd scene. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> but what's, what's, what's amazing about it <clears throat> is not so much that the particular things that happened were so crazy. The thing that I enjoyed the most about it personally, and I don't know what you what your feelings about this are, Karen, are just the extended sequences of them being on the air on live television and the people that are supposed to be hosting the show don't know that they're on. Yeah. So it's just Jamie Kennedy wandering around a stage for literally 60 seconds, 90 seconds. Talking to people, trying to find someone to tell them what's going on, like not sure what's happening. <laughs> like all the things you really, really aren't supposed to do in TV. With which a is live like, microphone. Leave your host out on his own and not talk to him. Yeah, like nobody is even going to him like, There was you no know, stage manager. Live. We're live. Because, yeah. I mean, Kennedy can vamp. You know, sure, he's I, I'm sure he could be entertaining if totally. just told to stretch. He could fi- find somebody out of the audience it, and goof on him. That feeling, he did warm up for this show that I PA'd for. It was very funny with the for audience. For his own show? Yeah, he did warm up for his own show. Yeah, he. no, I believe he absolutely could have. Yeah. But it's almost, it reminded me of a horrible college gig where I would have to go and do an hour for college students who had no interest in me and it would be noon at, at their <laughs> oh, cafeteria. No. And after the first 12 minutes of my bullshit comedy that they didn't want to hear anyway, I would just be having to stretch and just staring out at these people who it's like, well, none of us really want to be here now. So there isn't any of that fun energy of actual entertainment taking place. <laughs> and now what do we do? Like we have to stay was the, is that kind of thing. That's what it, lo- it looked like. They captured mm. one of those moments perfectly yeah. on local television. <laughs> we have to stay here and just sit it out. So Karen, as a, as a TV professional who has done this kind of broadcast before or similar things, what what do you think the culprit like why was it so bad was it just the lack of a stage manager did they not I blame Carl's Jr. <laughs> right <laughs> it just got into their heads it got all over the place it, they, and it got and, in their face yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't belong there 
Um, I think they didn't have... I mean, I have a lot of theories. We watched it in the writer's room of the show I'm working on now, and everyone... It's the kind of thing that it made me so nervous watching it. I felt like I was going to get in trouble as I was watching it. We should mention the show you're working on now. It's Fran Drescher's second comeback show. That's right. She's. (laughs) I think she's going to make it this time. Her and Jordana Brewster live with a sassy Sega Genesis. (laughs) Voiced by Jamie Kennedy. (laughs) The landlord is Macy Gray. That that actually would be amazing. Yeah. It's all in the execution. That's all. That would be a really fun show. I work on Love You Mean It, which is an E! talk show uh, that Whitney Cummings hosts. But you know how a talk, you know how a show where somebody who's supposed to be funny talks into a microphone and says what's going on around them. It, when there's nothing planned, like, yes, every- it can be done. It can be done, but it. But what it is is, it seemed like his his IFB, his earpiece, either wasn't working or no one was talking to him because when he was doing that thing of the words, "Is there a stage manager?" like <laughs> made my heart explode because yeah. it's like your stage manager is your brain when you're the talent on that stage. Sure. They're the one telling you we're going to commercial or whatever. They tell you everything. Right. And there was no one. Like I don't know if something happened or if they were like, "Oh, whoops." <laughs> like we didn't we yeah. didn't plan for a stage manager, but that's that was one of those things. It was like wa- watching a child wander around on a sidewalk where you're like, "Oh, this is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> well, he's gonna go into the street. No, 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 no. don't go in the street. Where's yeah. the stage manager? It's that. It was that feeling, and then it also felt like they were just left in this little lot to to their own devices. It really yes. did feel that way. Yeah, you know what? I the impression that I as soon as I saw Jamie Kennedy's name in the executive producer credits, like I had assumed in my mind that the reasonable assumption would be that Jamie Kennedy got his name in the executive producer credits just by virtue of the fact that he agreed to host the show. Mm-hmm. Right. But I kind of think that it was all Jamie Kennedy's idea. Like, in my mind, the reason Jamie... Because I don't know, like, what... You wouldn't go to Jamie Kennedy with this. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't you know. You wouldn't take it's this good, to Jamie Kennedy. It's yeah. a good question. I well, wonder... I think he it was I think he it was someone's idea in his area that he then said, "Yeah, that could be cool." And then it was like, "Well, we'll just do it ourselves." Uh some one somebody I know actually theorized it was his plan and he wanted it to be that bad cuz he oh. would know that it would be like viral, which I said if you were going to do that, you would at least cover your ass and be funnier. During. Right. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't come off well. I mean, no. you feel bad for him, but it's not like, oh, he covered that well or he really yeah, slammed no. that guy in a funny way. Yeah, to be fair, at one point they cut to uh, uh, they cut to they cut to a highlights package of his stand up comedy at the comedy store that's just shot on one camera. Uh, right. Just a one just clearly like just the camera that happens to be at the back of the f- for shooting web video yeah. and reference video for comedians. And then they come back and you're like, "Oh, uh people who watch this just watched 10 minutes of Jamie Kennedy's stand up on one camera." Yeah. <laughs> just to burn, just to burn time, just to yeah. kill time. But I have to say like I I I don't I like the idea. I would love it if this is the direction television was going where if that person's theory was true that Jamie Kennedy did it on purpose that that's the kind of television we're going to start getting cuz it is hard to make. I mean, I you know, everyone kind of's like, "Oh, that show sucks or this show sucks," which I understand cuz often 
TV shows do really suck. But just executing a show, whether it sucks or not, is a very, very difficult thing to do. There's all these moving parts, and you have to have people who it really seems know like their job. yeah, to make that shitty show would be as hard as making it's a as good hard show. As the best show, yeah. it's it's all the same job. But to, then to watch it all, like it be shitty and be shittily done <laughs> and have it captured on. I mean, there's so many people. Like I, the first person I looked up was the sound guy because I was like, who is the sound person that like let his microphone be open at the top? I mean, there's just I don't know. It's fascinating for the. Well, but the I mean, inside. the sound guy was he did what he was supposed to do, which is turn on his microphone when the red light turned on. Exactly. When the, <laughs> yes, because the camera was rolling. You're but exactly then, right. Later on in the credits, what Karen was alluding to earlier is that after the fight breaks out. <laughs> They between keep a the, man and a woman. Between a man and a woman. Yeah. This is on stage. A fist so fight. Yes. Okay. Jamie Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy's even shorter, schlubbier, broier uh, sidekicks is, is, are standing there on stage together. I will say that when I PA'd on the show, a duty that I had was like shuttling around Jamie Kennedy's buds. Yeah. And like driving them from the, you know, car park to the stage mm. and while doing that having to listen about to all the, the weird projects they were like doing with jamie kennedy <laughs> what if they've like, been the planning this album? since that since that show since oh that wow job, maybe they plan that in that shuttle could be like we've got this new year's <laughs> eve plan it's yeah. gonna be amazing oh in this case they were pitching these weird projects to me i was picking them up for jamie kennedy no anyway yeah for real? Yeah, yeah, totally. Did for you real. green light any of them? <laughs> I mean, I had some green lighting power as a PA, right? right. But I mainly uh, used that. You could green light crawlers, for example. <laughs> right? Yeah, I could green light. I Bear could green claws. light the brand of iced tea that sure. was purchased. They're from just the, store. the type of people that would pitch anything to anyone that had like two ears on either yeah, side. Yeah, I mean, of I think head. it's that old adage that, that I mean, maybe not an old adage, but that that thing that you hear that the people who talk the most about their show business projects are probably the ones doing the worst. Right. So, and yeah. I think this is, was probably the case. Yeah. So, on stage, mm-hmm. Jamie Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy's buddy, behind them, people that they've invited on stage for, uh, for the end of the show from the audience, which yeah. is Seemingly to say everyone. the entire audience. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, All half dozen of them. A fight breaks out. Jamie Kennedy says, oh, and that's how we're going to end it. A fight. There, two people are fighting behind me. <laughs> so he knew. He, so he well by then he oh, definitely yeah, yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah, he knew. Yeah. So it, and and what's amazing is they're rolling the credits over this. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of on half of the screen, white letters over this, and they keep the camera on, but they just cut the audio. Wow! So, so you can still see the people fighting. There's still like a crowd that's in the midst of a borderline riot, and this is on this is like on Hollywood Boulevard. Like this is yes, by something like the that. Chinese I mean, theater. That's what I was just putting that in my mind. You know, Universal it, City Walk, maybe it could be just some yeah. big mall area. Yes, that wow. it, yeah. it could fit a big concert size sized right. stage, a parking lot next to something. Okay, <laughs> um, and. It's just amazing because you just see this sort of seething crowd of people. You see a sort of broken Jamie Kennedy. He jumps off the stage. Yeah, there's no audio and it's just credits rolling over this fight. 2013. 2013. <laughs> yeah, they got to they got to top that, I guess. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs>
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Kilgariff, Jamie Kennedy's new agent. <laughs> Great. I saw you making some calls during the break. I just got some ideas for... Is that, is that as long as it takes to seal a deal like that? Yeah. Are you? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Things I happen just, fast in showbiz. I just, uh, I went ahead and tweeted him and I said, loved your stuff. Super edgy. The yeah. new jackass. Let's viral do this thing. hits. We're viral, we're viral, we're viral. Yeah. Let's do a second screen platform. Just go for <laughs> it. Sure. <laughs> I can speak the lingo. Totally. Come on. Hey, uh, sponsors on this week's program. Oh, we got something up on the Jumbotron. Yeah. Ben Watkins is an artist working in Providence, Rhode Island, and he's having a one-man show at AS220 Art Space January 6th through the 26th. If you can't make it to the show, you can visit his website at benwatkinsstudio.com. BenWatkinsStudio.com, where you can see all of the art in the show. And if you don't live there, uh, he will ship for free to Jordan Jesse Go listeners. But you know what? I say you go to the opening of this fucking thing. Yeah. Right? Like, how would you, why would you not do that? Sounds like a lot of fun. I bet there will be uh, maybe some plastic cups filled with Trader Joe's wine. I need to go to this. Go, go to this thing. Get yourself some Trader Joe's wine. AS220. I don't know. I cannot say if there will be Trader Joe's no wine. No guarantees. Right? No guarantees. AS220 Art Space, BenWatkinsStudio.com. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor any Jordan Jesse Go shows, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Kilgariff. Karen Kilgariff. That's a weird nickname. I don't know if I'm on board with that. It makes you sound shady. I am shady. Oh, okay. Well, then it's perfect. Yeah, I'm kind of direct. I'm direct in my shadiness. <laughs> what's, what's her angle, yeah. people you, think? Can I ask you guys a quick question? Sure. You know uh, beautiful actor Gabrielle Garcia Bernal? Yes. Gael Garcia Bernal. Gael Garcia Bernal. Well, we're racist anyway. (laughs) I know the Bernal guy. Yeah. 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 He gave me the heebie-jeebies. He is quite small. He's too small. Like maybe he could be like hiding under your bed or something and you wouldn't notice. Or or in your medicine cabinet. Oh, sure. For me, he's too small, too beautiful, and too intense. I can't handle the combination of those things. I feel like he's... He's going to – I feel like he's going to like – Well, no more Almodovar movies for you then. No Almodovar movies for me just in general. But I like. I feel like he's going to shank me with a tiny knife. I wonder if it's because his eyes are too close together. Are they? Well, do you feel that? I and mean, when you think about his face, if, the, if we could just pull his eyes apart like a centimeter, don't you think that would make a bit of a difference? It's something about like the height of his cheekbones. Yeah. Like that he just has – that he has such 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 a graceful facial structure. Um, but then I – but then he's so intense. So he's not like – he's not just chilling out. He's like, I'm going to – I feel like he's going to stick me in the back. But I think you, you have to be intense when your eyes are about to touch. Like you right. just have to be – To keep them apart. You have to be ready. Because you need 3D vision. You have <laughs> – you can't go into that realm. <laughs> right. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. If anybody has any thoughts on the forum, just let me know what you think. Um, But Karen, you have a guitar in your lap. You're going to sing us a song. I am. And strangely, it's about Gail Garcia Benal's... No. (laughs) I won't even try. try. This is like VH1 storytellers. This is crazy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Karen Kilgariff. 
Gareth, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Kilgariff, um, radio personality. Here's the thing 2013 is upon us. 2012. Our slogan... We're in it. Is, is upon us the wrong word to use? Maybe it's not. It is upon us. Okay. Yes. Inside us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our butts. It's up <laughs> our butts. Right now, my prostate is being stimulated by <laughs> 2013. It's going to be a good year. <laughs> okay. 2013... For sexual exploration. Right. <laughs> Learning new things about our bodies. Do you think that's going to be the theme of 2013? Oh, what it, is there a succinct way our to say bodies, that? Our bodies ourselves. Our bodies ourselves, <laughs> maybe. 2013. That would be awesome. Discovering, discovering new pleasure zones. <laughs> discovering bundles of nerves. What about 2013, an erogenous event adventure? I like that. An erogenous adventure? I yeah, because you you're just it. finding new erogenous yeah, portions of your body. more and different fucking. The- <laughs> The way you said that, I thought you were going to say an erogenous event horizon. <laughs> yeah. A, a erogenous event that horizon. Was the... You go into a black hole, am I right? That's true. Sometimes. Sure. Sam oh. Neill is there. He turns into a flaming zombie. <laughs> Has anyone else seen Event Horizon? So here's the thing that happens Lawrence on our- Fishburne is involved. Okay. Jordan, hmm. I know you're having a really great time talking about the movie Event Horizon. <laughs> I am. It's your dream. I know that it's finally waiting for it to come up. We've been doing this show for six years. (laughs) 
Um, so here's the thing, Karen. We had a great slogan in 2012, more powerful than ever, colon, going eight. Going eight. It was about destroying your enemies, um, specifically crushing them in your hands like a paper cup. Awesome. Um, and just tossing them under the bleachers. Littering. And <laughs> yes. If you will. Like we, we wanted to throw like civic mores out the out the door. Good. Right. So like Finally. a lot of like petty crimes, a lot of jaywalking, like light shoplifting, <laughs> littering. Sure. Graffiti, some t- sure. types of vandalism. Graffiti, sure. cutting the tags off a pillow. And then uh, it, stabbing eating, bums. Stabbing bums. Eating that little packet that comes in a shoebox. <laughs> no, you can't eat that. We did this year. Shit. So we were trying to figure out what 2013 would be all about. Somebody last week called in to suggest that the new slogan should be shit gets real. Mm. And shit gets real is a good slogan. It's really good. Yeah, We all admitted that that's a pretty solid slogan. I mean, what are the downsides of that slogan? On the, I would say probably the number one downside is it could be perceived as a little shop-worn. Mm-hmm. I've heard it before. Also, it doesn't seem like a slogan as much as just a truth. Right. Yeah, That's just, yeah. You know, I think right. we it does. It's not really a, it may, it like make shit real would be kind of a command, but right, shit gets real. Yeah, I, I mean, and I get well. I guess here's the other thing is that like last year we got a lot of great going ape fan art. Right. <laughs> I in my living room have a lovely going ape print that someone made. Hey, I really, I got one right outside the studio. It there. Ins- it inspires me. Uh, you know, when I'm at home and feeling like, you know, I'm a little stalled out. Yeah, you I feel like you've seen all the different kinds of pornography and you can't get hard. Sure, exactly. Yeah. And then I look at this sexy ape <laughs> yeah. and I and jerk it. And shit gets real. And shit gets real. Hey. Um, I'm worried that the fan art associated with shit gets real would just be like gross poops. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really want to look wanna, at that. Yeah. It's I don't want to put it on display. I want to look at a sexy, virile silverback. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. So we threw it out to our listeners. We've got some calls. We've got some emails. I think we should start with our our first call here um, for a suggestion for our our motto for 2013. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Go. This is Sam from Boston calling in uh, for the action item of the year, uh, the theme of the year 2013. Uh, 2012, we became more powerful than ever. We went ape, reached our zenith, got stronger than we ever thought we could become. And now in 2013, there are going to be people who didn't listen to Jordan Jesse go, didn't reach their zenith, didn't go ape, and they're going to look to take us down. They're going to try and take what we accomplished and bring it low. So I say, 2013 theme, take your best shot. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you later. Take your best shot, huh? I'm worried that there's an air of like paranoia seeping yes. into this. <laughs> paranoid there's kids an air running of at? like Manchurian candidate, <laughs> guys. Three after days me. of the Condor style <laughs> '70s paranoia. Erase this, this message after you listen to it. Yeah. yeah, we we had a lot of good suggestions on the forum. I'm going to run through a couple mm. of them just to get some initial sure. feedback. But I would like to mention that sometimes when you're paranoid, you're right. So That's true. just to keep it in That's mind that it's sometimes good, the whole art of war thing, you know, right. just not to, don't rest on your laurels, guys. You're doing well. You've got this sure. nice office. Right. You've got your nice eight pictures. Don't get comfortable. Don't get lax. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, no, that's true. maybe get paranoid a little bit and yeah. just want to destroy your enemies. Richard Nixon style. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, 2013 Nixon style. Nixon the shit Nixon out of it. Nixon style. Oh, I like that. Record everything. <laughs> <Lie>. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wear great suits. Worry that certain shoes make you look effeminate. Play better on the radio than television. Sure, yeah. Pick up your dog that's, by the ears. I mean, that's certainly us. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Pick up your dog by the ears. <laughs> we had two suggestions with uh, with a filmmaking theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was 2013, Pulling a Steamship Up a Mountain. Mm. Okay. It's a Werner Hertz and and simply Yeah. A Fitzcarraldo theme and and a simpler one which is this one came from Chicken Hawk, one of the users on the forum, be the Herzog you want to see in the world. <laughs> so if you want to see more colossic or colossal titanic battles between man and nature mm-hmm. or man in his own worst proclivities, uh, then you can be the Herzog you want to see in the world. We should all make strange turns in bizarre Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, and narrate things in the most ridiculously dramatic way mm-hmm. possible when we're just talking about caves. <laughs> 2013, no girls allowed. I'm out on that one. I got a you special lady in my life. <laughs> I mean, I... There's, I mean, I I also like girls, and I want to welcome them into this tent. There's something I like about the energy of no girls. No allowed. girls allowed. Does I mean, have a I good don't. Energy. I mean, like literally, I don't agree. But there's right. something about it that I don't want to. I, I don't know. There's it has something to learn from. So in there. would you change it, for example, to 2013 colon No Girls Allowed colon uh, a metaphor? <laughs> 2013 No Girls Are Allowed. Oh, no no Jews allowed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, you know. No, 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 no. I do like I do like 2013 No Girls Allowed, a metaphor. Okay. Well, like don't you know, here here's I guess maybe what I like about it is that like when you're when you're a young boy and when you know when you would write No Girls Allowed on a clubhouse, girls are what what annoys you. So maybe like No Girls Allowed means like not tolerating the things women. that uh, yeah, women specifically and their feelings. <laughs> And they're menses. Let's, <laughs> let's take it. Let's take another okay. call here. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Jess in Oregon. I just wanted to submit my idea for the action item of slogan for 2013. And a friend of mine and I came up with it last night as we were discussing turning 30. And it is growing up and staying young. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Number one, you got to sell it on the phone. You can't if. If our slogan is growing up and staying young, okay, mm-hmm. bye. That's not going to work. Yeah, it didn't sound slogan-y. When, there was no exclamation point at the end. When there, you're sloganeering, you've got a sloganeer. He's got a, mm-hmm. all caps, underlined threads. I like it. I it's like, a little on the I, nose. Yeah. It's a little on the nose. It's a little gentle. Right, yeah. I mean, I think there, there, we should maintain that aggression. Yeah, it's not going ins- ape. It's not inspirational. The problem that you're going to have with that one is what happens when enemies get in your way? Guys, this is the reason no girls are allowed. I think Too that's aggressive. the perfect Girls could be example. aggressive. Have you seen any of the Resident Evil no, movies? No, no, no. I, said... <laughs> uh, I was just saying that. Have that you seen my... Ascension? That was my joke. Have on... you seen? Wait, Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah. No, yeah. that was my joke on her suggestion. The... <laughs> I like to, it's, it's easier when you're the woman on the show to shit on other women. I think that's the, that's the most powerful place to come from. <laughs> in terms of guests, that's I think that's, new, that's the That's move. called new wave feminism. That's the newest wave of feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, there are going to be so many Tumblr posts about this episode. Oh, more shit. love, more power. 
more love dot. This is the only yeah, one with an little, ellipsis. It's a little hippy dippy. I was going to say, That's is there I a thought. pot leaf at the end of that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little there's a, bit. Yes, there's an emoji of a pot leaf, of a smiling pot leaf, and then Santa <laughs> and Claus for some reason. And, and a yeah, gun. And there's a gun. A, there's always a gun. <laughs> Ship. Um, let's, let's, oh, take Japan. A, let's listen to another call here. Hey, Jujigo. This is Amy. Um, action item for this week. Um, uh, slogans on the eight team. On the going eight team, 2013 limb from limb. Just think about it, limb from fucking limb. See what she I gets real is pretty good though. All right, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is that this guy didn't let the fact that shit gets real is pretty good get in the way of selling his idea yeah. limb from limb. The way he talked, though, I felt like I would buy it if no matter what he said because he was a salesman. Right. He was like, just, sure. just think he, about this it. This is a man who's read Getting to Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> He knows who moved his Oh, I was gonna... Damn it! Oh, you're, you're in my brain, Kilgariff. <laughs> Freakonomics. I don't know. That's something else. <laughs> we got something... Okay. I like... There's a couple... There's a couple colon ones that I like. Here's the first one. Make it so, colon, taking it to the hoop. <laughs> Excuse me. I sneezed. I was like, can I make it through this slogan without sneezing? I failed. I thought you started laughing. I thought no, that was I like sneezed. you couldn't control your laughter. No. Make it so, colon, take it to the hoop, taking it to the hoop. Now, here's the thing. What this person suggested is that make it so, which of course was mm-hmm. the catchphrase of C- Captain Baldhead from Star Trek. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Thank you, Picard. <laughs> Baldhead. Um, and uh, and so he thought he could balance that out by having the second part be about sports. Yeah. Taking it to the hoop. The truth is, honestly, I like taking it to the hoop better than I like make it so. Because I don't think that this is about telling other people what to do. This is about effectuating your own life, making yeah. yourself, you know what I mean? Taking it to the hoop, that's like, I don't care if Dikembe Mutombo is in there. Sure. I don't care if Yinkadare yeah, is, guarding the, is guarding the hole. Because, man, Make It So has kind of like you're, you're commanding, like, yeah, this has to be something that you say, not something right. that, like, the universe is saying to you. Right. I think that's why Make It So doesn't work. But I like taking it to the hole or taking it to the hoop. <laughs> well, taking like it, it to the, the hole. That's, hole even that's your private business. I like no girls allowed taking it to the hole. Taking it to the hole. That's the best one so far. No doubt about it. <laughs> uh, you might have to talk me out of that. Uh, that might be. <laughs> no girls Take, allowed taking it, it to the hole. <laughs> okay, well, I think, I think if you like that one, you're going to like this one, mm-hmm. which is rule with an iron fist, colon, Keep it sexy. I, you know, I automatically just have a, a an aversion to this, having been so let down by the movie The Man with the Iron Fists. Right. And I think, sure. I think it's good. If this, I mean, I recognize the parts of this slogan that are good, but I just don't like it reminding me of that disappointment of a movie. What if we connected it with... I did like Fat Russell Crowe. Can the, <laughs> can the slogan be... Russell Crowe, colon, keep it sexy? Yeah. I was thinking he does. of... He, even was, he got fat, he's still pretty sexy. What if you connected it with a more successful RZA project? What if it mm-hmm. was cash rules everything around me, colon, keep it sexy? I don't dislike that. 
I, I don't just, dislike that. I mean, if I may, as an outsider, I don't feel like you guys need to be reminded to keep it sexy. I know right. that it's conceptual and sure. it's more about the larger picture, but I feel like that's it's redundant to me. It's what a, about because we already this? radiate a kind of raw? It's about sex on this show, s- sure. so that's like saying keep it uh, talking. What about to, to <laughs> keep it audio? Yeah, what keep about it with this? Words. Yeah, hard as a rock. Hard as a rock. Yeah, yeah. take it to the hole. Take, take it, it to, to the, the hole. hole. Hard as a rock, take it to the <laughs> hole. That's pretty good. Take it to the hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Here, this is one that I thought was a really interesting perspective. This is from one of our most beloved foreign forum members, Concrete Tales. Um, and here's, here's his ex- I'm going to give his explanation first and then his slogan. Uh, maybe in 2013, we shed the facade. You know, the facade that we aren't all living in near-constant, often subconscious, but almost ever-present fear of our own mortality. Mm. We might shout more powerful than ever in futility against inevitability and somehow manage to put on a brave face. We might find brief, fleeting moments of joy. Nonetheless, the wash of despair that eventually all we love will be gone from the earth cannot be held back, which is why he suggests 2013, colon, quiet desperation well that i think i mean that's just really off base what about immortal power (laughs) (laughs) immortal power power. i like immortal power i do too an undying unkillable that's right i want to thank i want to thank concrete tales for for bringing us quiet desperation that brought us to Immortal, immortal power, power. Exactly which is right. my new favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. What immortal power colon take, take it, it to the, the hoop. Hole? Take it to the hoop. <laughs> I like take it to the hole better than take it to the hoop because I do it's too. because number one, it has a more street ring to it, mm-hmm. oh. which I think is a very. I think that's an important part of our identity. So I was like raised very rich, so I don't know anything about <laughs> street lingo. Sorry, I'm okay. from the I'm from the barrio, so that's I know right. a little bit about the hood. Yeah, um, and I and I will confirm that it's a little bit more street to say take it to the hole. All right. I have to trust you. Um, and when I say more street, I mean it's from the, the video game NBA Street. Mm-hmm. Um, the announcer shouts, take it to the hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, be unsinkable is one we got on email. Okay. Immortal power. Immortal power. Yeah. Immortal power could use a what secondary did that, wait, what did that come? Was that from, was that from his, his paragraph? No, it's Jesse's no, idea, I, right? I, it's sort of my response. It was my emotional response. Quiet desperation. That, Immortal power. Immor- okay. No, those I are, think it's like immortal power. Immortal power. Colon. Mm-hmm. Something. something. I don't know what yeah, the second okay. part is, but I like immortal power. Immortal power. No girls allowed. No. I don't yeah. want no girls allowed because I do want girls to be allowed. Sure. But I, isn't it lots of girls? But Karen, isn't it you're more- allowed. I, I sure the fuck am, but what I'm saying is, isn't it? Isn't just no not girls those allowed? other bitches? Am I right? <laughs> like, New wave feminism. I'm the best one. Um, it's what about, the, the I'm the best one feminism? No, it's what about immortal power colon Burger King Kids Club? <laughs> <laughs> what about immortal power colon you break it you bought it? <laughs> yeah, I like what about immortal power plug it in plug it in? <laughs> Immortal power, plug it in. I like immortal power, plug it in. in. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Immortal power, plug it in. Plug it in. That's pretty fucking good, right? It is pretty good. Do we have to make a decision today? 
I think we should. I mean, I think we probably should. We shouldn't. Drag- Fucking immortal power plugging in is really good. I'm really, really juiced good. about this it is right really now. Good. God, I think I just plugged into it. That is hot. And also the the art that people make that that makes them think of yeah. could be so. Ah, oh, there'd be so many lightning bolts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many Glade plugins. It could be. It could be God plugging in. Uh, like a like a power surge, like a surge protector. Yep. Okay. Which is really cool. Number one. Yeah. Concrete Tales gets a T-shirt for inspiring immortal power. Good sure. Good work. Good work. Number two. Karen Kilgariff gets a T-shirt for thinking of plugging in. Mm-hmm. So stoked. Number three. I'm going to give one to Brian Fernandez. We do not pay him enough. He is not wearing a shirt. <laughs> he should get paid. He more. should come to work wearing <laughs> a shirt. Disgusting. No shirt. No shoes, no engineering <laughs> yeah. from here on out. Am I right? Immortal power, no shirt, no shoes, no service. <laughs> no, no, let's go with plug it in. Immortal power, plug, plug it in. Plug it we'll in. be yep. back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Karen Kilgariff's sloganeer. <laughs> I, I fucking, I cannot hold it in. I'm it's so excited about 2013 yeah, now. It's cool. Fucking, I'm fucking plugged in yeah. right now. I got my finger in the, I'm plugging my <laughs> finger into the socket. Let's do this. <laughs> For the home listener, Jesse sucked on his finger as if it was a candy cane. And then put it right there. I honestly feel <laughs> like I am never going to die because of that. Right. Maybe we won't. I feel, I feel Maybe it. we won't. There's a chance we Who's won't. Who's to say? Who's to say? We don't know. We haven't I done know. it yet. I know. Fucking immortal power. Yeah. As long as Even if our bodies <laughs> die, our power will live on. That's right. As ghosts. What about this? Powerful yes. ghosts. Powerful ghosts. Just one idea for... Uh, 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 just one graphic idea, and just sure. we got a lot of artists and designers, yeah. craftspeople in the audience who are going to go crazy with. Yeah, this. and I, I will, I will reiterate that part of my my favorite thing about the slogan last year was all the cool art that came of it. Yeah, so, it was so amazing. I mean, it's mad, art. mad encouragement to anybody who wants to who wants to keep doing that this year. You know those line, you know those gay fucking line drawings. <laughs> What are those called? I don't know. It's like a dude with a Tom mustache. Tom of Finland? And a, yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Something like oh, that. Oh, funny. Yeah. Something along Tom those of Finland. Lines. That's yeah. right. Something you see in the window of an art store on Castro Street. Yeah. A lot, lot of Tom of Finland at Gay Comic Con. Yeah. From my so, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's like, it's like that. It's a dude, you know, with a boner, mm-hmm. and he's got his boner in the blowhole of an orca. Uh-huh. <laughs> And out of this, they're fucking cresting. Yeah. They're coming out of the water. Yeah. He's got his head back, thrown back in ecstasy, immortal ecstasy. Yeah. Right? The orca is fucking ecstatic, too. He loves Okay. You can just Horses. tell. Yeah. You can just tell. Because I don't want people to think this is encouraging, like, animal abuse. No, the orca's, the orca's into fucking it. Into the blowhole is very sensitive. It's a it. lot of bundles of nerve endings. The or- Number one, the fucking <laughs> but maybe orca it initiated. Breathe. Oh, Okay. So it's the orchid. The whole thing's because it was dressed idea. so slutty. Right. It swam to Finland. And it was all <laughs> it was asking up around for the... Tom <laughs> on the coastline. Okay, so he's he's like you know like he's riding it the way that you would ride like if you rode a seahorse the way you'd ride a horse. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's how he's riding the orca. So the orca's up and sort of arched back, and he's 
holding on to it. His head's thrown back in ecstasy. Fucking lightning bolts everywhere. Yeah. Shooting out in the center of the lightning bolts is that point of copulation. Okay. That's where it's radiating. That's where all the energy is coming from. Oh, yeah. Man fucking whale. And this Are is you what concerned? 2013 means to you? Is that what you're yeah. saying? That's Man. what 2013 yeah. Man means to me. Man fucks whale. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. That's one of the we biggest. We could all fuck whales. An orca is a fucking deadly beast. Sure. An orca is a whale that eats fucking dolphins and shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't but, even know what an orca is. But eats. in 2013, we are going to fuck that orca. But the orca is going to be on our fucking team. This That's is right. consensual. Yeah. That's right. We are fucking joining with yeah. orcas to shoot lightning into the sky, fucking lightning power beams. Because the blowholes where it breathes out of, is that considered a blowjob? Yeah. Okay. That's well in in orca parlance. Sure. Okay. If you if you went to Marine World and asked a trainer, they'd okay. tell you that's what a If you went to is. Marine World and went to that weird part of the bathroom, yeah. they would tell you all about this. Right. You tap your foot three times. You yeah. slide a newspaper under, under the under. door. Yeah. Yep. This is gonna, this is going to be yeah. so great. Karen, thank you so much for joining us on the show this week. I feel like You've given me a new lease on life, specifically eternal life. Oh, my God. Well, it's my pleasure to give anyone immortality. Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked with a lot of Highlanders in the past. And it's just a joy. Uh, I really – no, that was actually – There could only be one. There's nothing I love more than when everyone's trying to figure something out and then you actually get some kind of hand in it. That's the joy of life. Terrific. Karen, we really really appreciate it. Karen, you sang a song earlier. You have a digital extra play album uh, that came out last year, about a year ago. I just love it. I think it is so worth everyone's – what what were we talking about? $3, $5? It's $3, yeah. $3. So worth everybody's $3. Where where can they get it on the internet? That's on Bandcamp. It's called Behind You. And uh, yeah, it's – It's so fucking great. Uh, If you're out there – this thing's two ninety nine. Karen Kilgariff behind you. It's three dollars. $3 even. Just, can we give people a discount? I don't know how to can work that. Offer I don't code? know how to work the can machine. Can you mail you them a penny? I could. It'll cost I'll, more to mail the penny. I'll than... write them a check for a penny okay. if they buy it. Absolutely. Can we use the code JJGO one penny discount 2013 immortal power colon more powerful than ever? So if you type that in. Parentheses orca. You parentheses yeah. fucking orca. Yes. You will get a one cent discount. <laughs> if you put in all that energy, one cent worth of energy. But seriously, it is, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite comedy things of the past couple mm-hmm. of years. Just a really Thank great, you. wonderful thing. And like the song that we heard, a lot of pathos in addition to the sure. jokes. Yeah. Not just a bunch of silly jokes. There are some silly jokes in there. But uh, some, some real pathos. And, and as you heard, Karen is a, a gifted musician and singer mm-hmm. as well. So I really strongly recommend that. Um, Jordan's web series just concluded mm-hmm. uh, successfully, I would argue. Sure. Um, so go watch it, Game Shop, yeah. YouTube.com slash start. Mm-hmm. Leave some comments. Sure. Hey, you know what I would do? What? What would you do? Look. Pretend I'm Mark Summers. I'm asking you, what would you do? I would go onto the internet. Yeah. I would watch Game Shop, mm-hmm. your web series, in which you, st- in which you star mm-hmm. and which you were one of the writers of. And I would laugh and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'd watch the whole thing <laughs> up to the stunning sci-fi finale. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the 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 break huge break in tone sci fi finale. Sure. Then I would delightfully tone breaking. I would say I would send a message on YouTube or Twitter, drop an email, and tell the people at IGN, yeah, uh, who made this that that you enjoyed it. 
that I enjoyed it. That's I'm, what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to do all those things because I saw somebody complimenting you on Twitter about that. And oh, I made good. a mental note. And those don't work for me. Yeah. Right. And they'd go away immediately. Right. Um, so in 2013, I'm going to adapt to that fact. Fucking plug in. And plug, plug in. Fucking plug in to my immortal. Um, what is it? Power? More immortal power. Immortal power. And, uh, but I'm going to watch that because I am a huge fan of yours. Oh, thank you. Nice so. of you to say. Thank I'm you. I'm excited that you actually made something it was fun like, to... that I can watch. Yes, you can totally watch it. Um, what about hey, this? Hey, you, you know, know like You know the yes. Frankenstein, you know, where the, the he's in the machine, mm-hmm. he's got the electrodes. It's like that, but it's a fucking puma. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Is that really how you pronounce puma? <laughs> <laughs> it's sewn together from the parts of all the deadliest pumas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> 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 Hey, can I bug can I bug people about one more thing while we're bugging people to yeah, watch sure. stuff and buy stuff? Sure. Uh hey, my my pilot presentation, Freelance Beatdown, also up on the internet. We're kind of getting into that show business season. Yep. People are getting back into the office. People yep. are watching stuff. Uh yeah, youtube.com slash Jordan Morris. It's a I television it. pilot that I wrote and there's a it's kind of a fun souped up staged reading. I sat down intending to watch a few minutes of mm-hmm. it and then come back to it because I had shit to do. I got sucked into it. It's I was, engrossing, I've I, been told. I was laughing my butt off. It's very funny. It's very inventive. Thank you. Uh it has some great illustrations by our friend from Dr. McNinja. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a it's a real blast. Am I going to have to dedicate my Sunday to Jordan Morris and yeah. all his projects? Well, I mean, you should be keeping up regularly, true. so you shouldn't have to cram like this, Karen. True, true, true. I mean, I know I, I sound like your mom the no, day before a big midterm. You actually sound exact. You have her voice, and yeah. so it's upsetting. So there's. Yeah. Can I suggest something that you could do seven days a week? Uh, absolutely. Plug in <laughs> to my immortal power. Immortal power. We'll be back next week. On Jordan Jesse Go. Brian Fernandez on the boards. JJ Go at MaximumFun.org. 206 984 fun Our telephone number. Our theme music. Love you. Courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. I'm going to be fucking giving out t-shirts willy-nilly to anybody that makes something <laughs> great. Cool. Good. Exciting. I agree. Willy I agree. fucking I agree. nilly. Yeah. <laughs> Immortal willy power. Vanilli. Immortal power. Will- Millie Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> willy-nilly. We'll Millie Vanilli. Yeah, next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Willy-nilly. <laughs> 